Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com, and the website, trenton365.com. You can also visit one of the many Facebook pages, Trenton 365 Show and the Trenton 365 Community Calendar, and post your events there for free. You're listening and watching over WIMG 1300 as well as WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. It is with a great deal of sadness, as you have recently heard of the announcement of the passing of Johnny Morris, who is the founder and the owner of WIMG Studios. But his spirit does move on, and we encourage you to uh, take this time to enjoy WIMG and the other items that Mr. Morris was a part of. In the studio with me is Jeff Laurenti. I like to call him Jeffrey at times. <laughs> Jeffrey is a Trentonian, but he is one of those people who's affectionate. Uh, to spend time with him, to learn his history, to learn about world cu cultures from him. And we're going to be talking about something that we're both very passionate about, and it is the 21st annual Trenton Cycling Revolution Bike Tour of Trenton. And this year, the subject are our faith institutions or centers, and the title is Holy Rollin'. So, Jeffrey, welcome back to the Trenton 365 Great show. Great to be back here, Jock, and great to be talking once again about cycling in Trenton. Excellent. So here's what I want you to do to get started, since we're going to be short on time this time. This is going to be about a 30-minute or so interview. I'd like for you to talk about that specifically. What is happening with biking and walking and pedestrian items here in Trenton, New Jersey? Well, first, before we talk about that tour, I think that you've put before us an important subject, which is the larger picture, the larger landscape for cyclists in Trenton. Uh, this is an area that is uniquely served by bicycle trails, which are protected from automobiles, protected from those teenage drivers who might be texting pictures of their naked girlfriend to their best buds and not seeing you. Uh, when you are riding right in the road in front of them. No. Uh, in fact, the large majority of leisure cyclists are nervous about riding on city streets precisely because of that stereotypical careless driver, distracted driver. And Trenton is well served with off-road bicycle trails. The Delaware and Raritan Canal running from Trenton up to New Brunswick, past through Lawrence, past Princeton, and through uh, Somerset County, all the way to the Dryerton River, New Brunswick, is a 34-mile stretch. And it is matched by a 33-mile stretch running up from Trenton along the Delaware River to Lambertville to Frenchtown. So we have a giant V at which Trenton is the fulcrum. Then coming south from there, we have the uh, refound trail to the exit of the Delaware and Raritan Canal, which historically was in Bordentown. Part of it was filled in to build Route 1 in 1950 in the center of the city, but the, uh, the remaining piece of the canal still exists on Duck Island and leads out to Crosswicks Creek and the Delaware River there at Bordentown. That trail was opened during Governor Corzine's time during Governor Christie's first year, a little bridge was built across the canal to connect 
directly into New, into Bordentown. So we have another great trail there. And we have on the Pennsylvania side, the Delaware Canal running north to New Hope and Easton and connecting there with the Lehigh Valley trails and going south from Morrisville down to Bristol. So people in Trenton actually have an unusually rich selection of off-road trails, almost all of them running alongside water, which is not usually the case in most places. Now the big problem is that little piece going from essentially Duck Island to Bordentown is severed from the rest. It was severed by the construction of those highways. How do people get from the main stem of the Delaware and Raritan Canal uh, at that fulcrum, at the base of the V, at the Battle Monument in Trenton, down to Bordentown and th that six-mile stretch? And that is the subject, actually, of a good deal of work that's been led by DNR Greenway, uh, uh, Jay Watson there, um, and they have assembled some funding to be able to actually piece together that missing connection. And there will be a public event, a discussion forum, on the 17th of October at Waterfront Stadium, uh, the, the baseball stadium mm -hmm. on Route 29 in Trenton. Uh, and everyone, the public, is invited to come 5.30 to 7.30. They will have different alternative routings, some of which will be carving out a dedicated lane on city streets if they have their way. Uh, and the public's input is needed in order to determine what would be the best routing. We want to make Trenton great again for cyclists. <laughs> yes. And folks, you can see why I'm so excited to be around Jeffrey, because this isn't for the camera or for the radio. This is who Jeffrey is at, at all times. Now, What we, is this man smoking? <laughs> and is it legal yet in New Jersey? It will soon, be soon. Soon enough. Soon enough. <laughs> so when we talk about um, cycling, um, of course, we've got all the different trails and the riding options that people have to get from Trenton to New Hope to Lambertville to New Brunswick to go this, go south from here as well. But in addition to that, we have an amazing biking culture that's making tall bikes and doing some fabrication as well. Can you just share a little bit about the tall bikes and things that people see around town? Right. Now, people don't see too much of it because it is a small, dedicated band of people. But we do have people like the head of Trenton Cycling Revolution, Will Skinsley, uh, who have devoted themselves to the art of cyclery, not simply the <coughs> business of cyclery, but the art. You, he will always lead us on these six-foot-tall wheels uh, so that no one can miss him. Uh, and uh, these are a source of wonderment when people see them on the street. Uh, most people, I included, wouldn't dare get up <laughs> on one of these because I have no confidence that I would not soon be on the ground and not feet first. But uh, there are some skilled folks who are able to handle that, and Wills Kinsley is one of them. Mm -hmm. Now let's transition and talk about the organization. So we've got Trenton Cycling Revolution. And the last time that you were on the show, um, you and Helen uh, and um, uh, Don Pillsbury were on the show talking about the ride. and. The organization itself is over 20 years old, and it's a biking advocacy organization started by Lisa Kassebach and several others uh, based out of Trenton. What was the idea behind the organization getting started here? 
Well, the fact is that Trenton has been way behind its surrounding towns in terms of embracing uh, the cycling culture. You have Princeton Free Wheelers, you have a West Windsor biking club, you have biking clubs in a number of the other towns. And Trenton has enough of a community of people who like to ride and who see the, the opportunities uh, for riding on all these trails and such. Uh, and so people in Trenton some 20 years ago just began to get together and say, we need our own cycling group and not simply depend on others. And one of the thoughts that they had, brilliantly and farsightedly, was to organize an annual bike tour of Trenton. Now, the fact is that the large majority of the people who ride on this annual tour, which is now named with faux pretension, <laughs> the Tour de Trenton, right, the Tour of Trenton, uh, but Frenchified, it sounds more cycliste, more cyclist, uh, was that you would bring people in and the large majority from outside, and the large majority of our patrons uh, are from outside of Trenton. Uh, they want to ride in a group and see sides of the city that they might not on their own by themselves uh, think to explore. And we have each year changed routes trying to find an organizing theme that would allow people to see different parts of the city, different streets, different neighborhoods. Um, and this year's theme we think is particularly interesting to people um, because it is the theme of the places of worship, places of sacred character to people in Trenton over the 330 years of the town's history. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, coming up with the idea for that, um, last year, the 20th anniversary, we re revisited the original theme of the first tour of Trenton, which was trees. So we, we did almost a nature ride. Uh, in previous years, we've done historical sites. Um, we had done 18th century Trenton the year before, uh, in the, for the 19th Tour de Trenton. Um, and last year, we went back to nature, as it were. Uh, it's harder to document the history of a tree uh, in this town, uh, but we have naturalists and botanists who were very passionate about trees uh, and saw a variety of trees that many people did not know could grow in Trenton, like a tree growing in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. uh, this year we're going back to a theme that, uh, that you can touch, feel, see the history of it, uh, and that speaks to a, a history that is alive today, mm -hmm. because we are talking about the series of both religious doc doctrines, religious communities, and ethnic communities that have created this town and we have had a succession of houses of worship going from one religious community to another religious community uh, serially. Uh, for example, there is a house of worship, let us call it, 439 Center Street in South Trenton that was initially built by the Methodists as Wesley Methodist Church within 20 years of its construction in the late 19th century, the Methodists were looking to build a bigger church a little bit further out in South Trenton. And they found an eager buyer in what was then the rapidly growing Jewish community located at that time going down Market Street from Broad 
towards the river, a neighborhood which was then urban renewaled away in the mid-1960s, and where now uh, the, the area is graced by state buildings and parking lots. Uh, uh, but that Jewish community was looking for a religious home and bought uh, what had been built as a Methodist church. These were Austro-Hungarian Jews, incidentally, because you had different Jewish communities of, of worship based in part on country or region of origin. So these were Jews from Galicia, that was the eastern reaches of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, uh, and uh, they were Orthodox Jews. The other major Jewish community in the mid-19th century was Reform, uh, the Har Sinai mm -hmm. congregation. So this community, Ahavath Israel, uh, that that bought the Methodist Church, then Judaized it, Hebraized it, uh, both in the stained glass window over the main entrance and adding onion domes with stars of David at the top of each of the two belfries. Uh, in the 1970s, as the Jewish community of Trenton graduated not only from so-called uh, Goat Hill uh, at Market Street to Hiltonia first, but then outside the city altogether, the uh, congregation decided it would move to Lower Ferry Road, mm -hmm. closer to its center of gravity of its membership, and it sold the building to Bethlehem Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. So this is both religious succession and now ethnic succession. Uh, Bethlehem Baptist Church stripped off the onion domes and the stars of David. Uh, and they were a successor because they eventually encountered financial difficulties and the building went to sheriff sale and it has been through two successive sheriff sales with successor Pentecostal uh, communities of faith uh, and it is uh, now the home of a of the Haitian tabernacle of um, Haitian Baptist Tabernacle Church uh, and the the passerby will see that what had been a, a, a stained glass window done with a, a Star of David theme has now been bricked in to be simply a cross. Mm -hmm. you, you go just up the street, um, the Church of Saints Peter and Paul was a Slovak Catholic parish, ornate inside, of shiny marble just a breathtakingly beautiful church. The Catholic, notice that Slovak in particular, not for Italian Catholics, not for Polish Catholics, not for Hungarian Catholics, the Slovaks went there. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, the readings were conducted in Slovak. The mass itself at the time, of course, was in Latin everywhere. Uh, when finally the Slovak community had dwindled away and the Catholic Diocese of Trenton was no longer willing or able to support and to subsidize the maintenance of the church. First it hived off the closed school and rectory and convent to Anchor House. Mm -hmm. Then the church itself was sold to the Church of God of Prophecy, another Pentecostal church. 
the Catholics took with them the statues um, because they could be reused uh, in, a, in another Catholic church and the Pentecostals don't do statues. Exactly. And they don't do stained glass windows. So now when you go inside it's just clear glass. Um, uh, but you still have the marble columns and Romanesque style of architecture. Mm -hmm. So, Jeffrey, we've got a couple of minutes just before the break. Um, what is the contact information for people who'd like to see pictures of the previous ride or sign up for this year's ride? Uh, the Trenton Cycling Revolution site, which is tcr.com. Actually, I think it's trentoncyclingyes.org. TrentonCyclingRevolution.org is where you can go and you can get the information for this year's ride. And you can actually see some images and videos of previous rides. And we'll be back after a very short break. I'm speaking with Jeff Laurenti. We're chatting about the 2017 version of the Trenton Cycling Revolution Bike Tour of Trenton. Oh, hang on that one. Welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. I do answer all of them, and I would love to sit down with you over a meal, maybe some beverages, and we can talk about how we can build a better community. One of the things I love about this is that I get a chance to sit and chat with my friends, but we can have these great conversations, and off the air, sometimes when we come back, I'm kind of like giggling or whatever, and uh, we're going to be talking about something regarding the ride that Jeff was sharing earlier before we came on, um, and we were talking about some of the details about the ride. So, uh, Jeff, I'm going to just throw some things out there, and I'd like for you to follow up with them. This is the 21st annual bike tour of Trenton, held by Trenton Cycling Revolution. This year's theme is, the name is Holy Rollin', and that's a... With an apostrophe at the end. With an the end. Holy Rollin'. You got to kind of have it kind of cool, folks. So, uh, and it'll be led by Wills Kinsley, um, and most of you know him if you see anything related to biking in Trenton. He'll be rocking out on his tall bike, which is a double-stacked bicycle <laughs> with a big flag off of the back of it and some music blaring off of a boombox. And his long, flowing, blonde, blonde hair, hair right. yes. Um, he'll be leading the ride along with, let's say, about 100 or so people, we we're hoping. about 100 people, usually. Right. And uh, well, this ride, can you give some details about what people can expect from this ride? Well, the first thing that a person can expect, particularly a person who is nervous about his or her cycling capabilities, is one, we have a police escort for the most important danger, which is of motor vehicle traffic that could be dangerous. Uh, so the police escort closes down the street f to motor vehicles while the, the bicycling group passes. That's first. Second, this is not mountain biking. Now my wife, Yuki, I can flog her out to do <laughs> cycling of five, 10 miles even. Uh, 15 miles at a clip if it's flat. Well, Trenton isn't completely flat, but it's pretty flat. And we have chosen a route that maximizes, frankly, flatness <laughs> and minimizes ascents. So uh, no challenging, heart-pumping uh, and uh, gasping uh, segments here. Uh, we go on city streets because we're going past, count them, Jacques, 48 houses of worship. 
in some cases, past tense houses. For example, the Lutheran Church on Front Street is now the Mill Hill Playhouse. Mm -hmm. the, what was the Orthodox Quaker Meeting House, there had been hard for most of us to believe that peaceable, lovable, and very non-doctrinal Quakers would have had a doctrinal schism, but they did <laughs> in the early 19th century, and it was the heretics, if one may use, let's say, a Catholic term, uh, who actually kept control of the old Quaker meeting house on Hanover and Montgomery Streets. So the Orthodox Quakers, just think of it, Orthodox, Orthodox Quakers, exactly. uh, found their own meeting house on Mercer Street. That is now a social service center, the famous Mercer Street Friends. Yes. Um, and so you have that historical curiosity. In fact, coming up Mercer Street, we will then turn right onto Market Street, uh, passing the Mill Hill Church of God, mm -hmm. which had been St. George's Greek Orthodox Church. Mm -hmm. uh, St. George's bought that church, which was the second Presbyterian church in Trenton, uh, in the 1920s, moving out from what had been its initial location on Jackson Street in a home that was converted into a, an Orthodox, capital O, Eastern Orthodox Church. And when the Greeks left, the Russians came in. And that is, even today, the Russian Orthodox Church of St. Mary of the Assumption. Mm -hmm. so, so you're talking about the Mill Hill section. So at one point in time, let's just say in the Mill Hill area, you had the Russians, the Greeks, um, the, the Quakers. The Quakers. You had on Broad Street the Lutherans. The Lutherans. And of course, one block down on Broad Street, you have the oldest Catholic parish in New Jersey, Sacred Heart. Exactly. So, and, and you said that we're going to ride past or see 48 houses of worship, and that's not even touching. That's a fraction <laughs> of the total number, and that doesn't count storefront, if one might say, holy roller uh, kind of <laughs> places of religious enthusiasm. These are all buildings that were built to be churches, with one exception, uh, because there is a mosque kind of on the route uh, on Oxford Street. We're not mm -hmm. going to go down Oxford, which is a dead-end street, uh, but we are within a block of it. And that, that building, uh, where the uh, Al-Tasjid Mosque, I think it is, or Al-Masjid Al-Tawal, I have it somewhere. And while you're looking that up, uh, I'd like to like to encourage folks. I mean, that's part of the heritage of Trenton, um, Trenton, New Jersey, where uh, Masjid I believe Asafat. Okay. Masjid Asafat. What he said. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so the city of Trenton is not only where George Washington became George Washington, but it is also <laughs> the home of so many faith institutions that represent different populations of people. So when people consider the less than seven and a half square miles that are here and the, and the people that make this up, you can start to start wondering why Trenton has this uh, personality that it has. I mean, just in this short conversation, we've said multiple Jewish cultures, Russian, Greek, Orthodox, uh, Haitian, uh, we haven't even touched on the African Methodists, Episcopals, or, or, or anyone else, Presbyterians. And again, this is only 48 houses of worship that we're going to see on the 21st riding of the Tour de Trenton, which is happening Saturday, October 21st, beginning at 9 a.m. 
from the William Trent House, which is located just off of Market Street. It's a big area, free parking. We'll roll out of there. We'll do the tour. We'll have a midway stop point where we can get some light refreshments, some fruit. You'll be able to interact and network with some people. And then we'll head back. And when we finish up at the William Trent House, probably about 12 noon, you can go on and finish the rest of your Saturday, or you can join myself and a few others, as we'll probably encourage you to do as we visit a local uh, eatery and a refreshment <laughs> yes, uh, in Trenton, New Jersey, somewhere. So, Jeffrey, what are some of the, what are some of the details, uh, the costs that are associated with this, et cetera? Well, you had given the website location, trentoncycling.org. Very important. You save $5 if you register in advance. $15 registration fee, which is, I think, perhaps a step less than what most of our suburban uh, cycling club uh, partners do with when they organize their rides. $20 if you show up uh, on the day of the event and register on the spot. Uh, so get online and book early and book often. Uh, uh, and you will have to wear a helmet. That's required uh, for insurance. Um, and bring a bicycle with two wheels and brakes. Mm -hmm. And we also ask you um, to, let's not make this be your first ride of the year. Check out your tires, make sure they're not dry rotted. Maybe make sure they have the applicable amount of air pressure in them, which is located on the sidewall of your tire. Check your brakes. Make sure that it's in, in functioning capability. And if you're that person who wants to go the extra yard, Pick up yourself a little bell, because that always helps out as well. And there's no need for lights, but if you'd like to add some lights, that's also a nice way to make sure that you're seen by not only the other riders, but also it shows biking safety. So you have to have a helmet. Um, make sure that your bike is in good working condition. Please pre-register or sign up or pay over the website trentoncycling.org. Save yourself a few bucks. In addition to that, come with a great attitude. Come with an attitude. Bring your family and friends. This is an all-ages event. Uh, I believe uh, Dan Pillsbury, Don Pillsbury's uh, daughter rode one year, and I think she was probably seven years old or eight years old, and she did a complete ride. So this is indeed a family-friendly ride. It will be ride marshals. I'll be bringing up the caboose like I normally do, making sure that no one gets left behind, and we'll probably have a SAG vehicle as well. No so child left behind. <laughs> that's it, Jeffrey. So wow, a few more things to finish up on your side before we finish up the interview. Jeff. Yes, indeed. We think that the exploration of the city that this ride affords will give you one a sense not only of history, because you have churches that have been in use for a century, two centuries, some mm -hmm. almost three centuries. Uh, you have the core of the initial settlement of this town, and then you have the growth through those centuries and the changing population. You will get a feel of that uh, by the, the many histories that you will find in the brochure, the ride brochure that will be made available to you. And the first hundred registrants that day will also get a t-shirt to commemorate their being part of Holy Roland. <laughs> That's fantastic. Folks, now you can see why I love having Jeffrey on the program. I'm going to get him back one day uh, during the year, and we can talk about his professional life, which will also blow you away. Jeffrey, thanks for your time. Great to be here, and hope to see you all on the bike trail, the Trent House, 9 a.m., 
21 October. Absolutely. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. This interview and others will be archived on the website Trenton365.com. But I hope to see you at the 21st ride, the Trenton Cycling Revolution 21st Annual Bike Tour of Trenton on Saturday, October 21st, 2017, leaving and returning to the William Trent House in Trenton, New Jersey, just off of Market Street. Have a good night, friends. Thanks for listening.